Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Clay County Bulldogs hold off Red Boiling Springs to stay perfect in district. The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats prepare for a top 10 showdown with Creekwood, while the Warren County Pioneers claim their fifth win in six games. From UCSportsNation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Coming down the home stretch of the 2022-23 high school basketball season. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Tom Duggan here as we get you caught up on all the scores from uh, Friday night, and we'll talk to some coaches and players this morning along the way as well. First, let's hit the UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Scores from Friday night saw the Cookville Lady Cavaliers knock off the number four team in the state, Blackman. 41 to 37, Isabel Garcia, 12 points and a win. Allie Gillis with 10. Big win for the uh, Lady Cavs, ranked number six in the state themselves in the 4A classification. They improved to 18 and three overall on the season. Opperman gets a little payback on White County for a loss earlier in the season. Lady Bees on their home court last night get 15 from Taylor Delente, 11 more from Grace Butler. 49-46 the win over White County. Opperman wins their 20th basketball game of this season. York Institute, no problem with Bledsoe County, 86-10. It was 60-4 at halftime. York Institute looks ever bit like the number two team, if not better, in the 2A classification. Emmy Crabtree, 23 points. Ellie Lefew, 14 in the victory for the Dragonettes. Clay County Lady Bulldogs get 22 points, 11 rebounds from Briley Burchett. As they beat Clay, as they beat Red Boiling Springs, 47 to 36. Clay County ranked number four in the state, 17 and four overall on the season. Clark Range, no problem with Gordonsville, 65 to 28. Cumberland County took care of business over Bacon County, 71 to 32. DeKalb County gets 18 from Avery Agee as they down Stone Memorial, 51 to 47. Sequatchie County over Jackson County, 41 36. We'll talk with Jackson County girls head basketball coach Jim Brown later in the program. Van Buren County over South Pittsburgh, 48-23. Warren County, top Shelbyville, 57-17. The Lady Pioneers, 2-0 in district play. On the boys' side, Clay County got a bit of a scare from Red Boiling Springs last night, but the Bulldogs prevail 49-43. Nate Adams with 17. Keaton Arms with 8 points as Clay County, ranked number 2 in the state, goes to 16-3 overall in the season. Opperman over White County, 42-38. Clayton Harris with 16 as the Bees complete a regular season sweep of the Warriors. Stone Memorial had to battle back to beat DeKalb County in Smithville last night behind Matthew Bilbury with 20 points. The Panthers roll 57-53 to improve to 7-0 and in district play. York Institute all over Bledsoe County, 86-33. Warren County gets their fifth win in six outings, 75-47 over Shelbyville. We'll talk to head coach Danny Fish later in the program. Gordsville over Clark Range, 77-52. Clark Range head coach Jermaine McElvain will join us via telephone later on. Coverland County over Macon County, 56-43. Jackson County goes to 3-0 in district play, 49-27 win over Sequatchie County. And Van Buren County at 2-0 in the district as they beat South Pittsburgh on the road last night by the count of 70 
to 60. We're going to turn our attention to the Clay County Bulldogs. Coach Rob Edwards and company joining us this morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. And, uh, Coach, good to have you out here with us this morning. Tough game with Red Boiling Springs on Friday night. It was. You know, they're a tough matchup for us. They're a team that's uh, – they've won one game this season. They're very talented. Um you know, looking for the looking for their second win, and uh, you know they're they're trying to they're very scrappy, trying to get any way they can. Coach, they always say a hungry man will do anything it takes to get something to eat. I'd say a hungry basketball team that they're really wanting to do anything they can to get a victory. They've got one win this year, and I'm sure that factored into a good performance by them last night. It did. Like I said they they played really well. A tough matchup for us. You know, we, we only scored 49 points, but fortunately we able to hold them to 43 so uh, that uh, worked out well for us on that end coach what do you like about what your basketball team is doing at this point in the season and what are some things you still want to work on here down the stretch as you get set for the postseason well i think we're becoming consistent on the defensive end more so than than what we have been um you know our our physicality our toughness i really like that about this team uh, all year long they're they're all football guys for the most part anyway so they bring that they bring that from the football field with them uh we've had to tone it down a little bit to uh, to keep uh, everybody but john john's still fouling out every now and then but the rest of these guys they've kind of toned it down a little bit but you know john uh all, most of his fouls are effort fouls so we don't we don't get too upset about those but uh you know that's uh, the physicality and and the consistency on the defensive end uh really coming through for us right now got to keep those personal foul penalties at a minimum i'd say on the basketball court that doesn't work as well as in football right right they uh, they get points off of those in, in basketball Coach, how tough has the district been? And we mentioned this red boiling game, but, you know, Pickett County, a great rivalry you have with those guys. And uh, Gordsville's been really good this year. Clark Range has improved. What's been your take on the district so far? Well, I think year in and year out, I just think it's every night is a, is a battle. You know, for example, last night you take a, a one-win team, uh, you know, they you get you, we get their best game every night, right? And that's that's kind of what we're accustomed to. And and sometimes, you know, going into a uh, to a game like last night, it, it's hard to get mentally prepared for that. And uh, I think they might have caught us off guard a little bit last night. And yeah. uh, but credit them, they played great, had good game plan, guarded us well. And uh, but um, you know, for the most part, uh, we just got to be ready to go every night. We've got five seniors here with us this morning. We're going to talk to in just a moment. Coach, what makes the senior group special to you? Uh, just the fact that they're they're all great guys. They're all great friends off the court as well, and do a lot of stuff together. And great leaders uh, for us in the in the locker room and and in the building. You know, they're not guys that uh, that get in trouble. They uh, they represent our team well, represent our school well uh, wherever we go, and uh, make us proud uh, regardless of the outcome of the game. We're going to talk to the seniors now, Jimmy Burchett. We're going to bring you to the microphone first. And, uh, Jimmy, Coach mentioned that leadership role in the locker room. Do you embrace that leadership role? Yeah. Is, is, it, uh, is it something that you are one of those kinds of leaders where you have to get in a player's face, you'll do it, or do you like to lead by example on the court? Uh, a little bit both. I like to, you know, make them hustle. <laughs> so you – but you kind of rather just do it on the court, lead by example that way? Yeah, I like to give it my all. Have you ever chewed out a player, though? Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? It was my brother, yeah. <laughs> that made it a little bit better. You probably do enough of that at home, though, right? Oh, yeah. Jimmy, what makes this basketball team special to you? Uh, just the friendship. We've been friends ever since we were little bitty, growing up with each other, playing sports, free sports year-round, just being with each other all the time. Is it more like being brothers and being like family? Yeah. Jimmy, what do you think this team can accomplish this season before it's all said and done? Can you get back to Murfreesboro? Oh, yeah, we're going to win it. 
You going to win it all? We're going to try. You going to put your stamp of approval? That It's going to happen, right? Yeah. All right. Jimmy Burchie joining us this morning. Keaton Arms, we'll get Keaton up next. And uh, uh, Keaton, I'll ask you the same question. What, what makes this group of guys, these seniors, special in your mind? Uh, like Jimmy said, our friendship, being like brothers, and uh, we've just always been together and run together, and uh, it makes it real special. This being y'all senior season, and I'll go back to that leadership aspect again, you're the guys that everybody looks up to. Do you like that role? Uh, yeah, it makes you, makes you feel good to be the one to get them up, get them going, and uh, set the example in tone. Does it seem possible you're already a senior? Have, have the four years kind of flown by? Yeah, they've, they've went by way too fast. I wish uh, I wish they'd slow down a little bit. <laughs> what uh, what are some things in your own personal game, some areas of growth that you've really seen these last four years? Uh, probably being more aggressive and trying to take the ball to the hole and uh, trying to knock down shots and stuff like that. What are some other things maybe you feel like you still have a chance to improve before the season's over? Uh, definitely probably giving it like, 110 percent every time and going all out all right keaton arms joining us here on the high school playbook alec kerr will get alec up next and uh um alec based off the success of last year what was the team's mindset coming into this year well uh i wasn't on the team last year but but i was at a lot of the games i was there (laughs) watching these boys and they uh they, they done pretty good last year at a state run and uh Coming back this year, I knew what they'd done, what they'd accomplished. I knew I was going to have to meet that same level whenever I came in here. But uh, definitely high expectations for this year as well. Having not played last year and coming in this year, what were some of the adjustments you really had to make? Well, um, having to find a role, figure out what my role is for this team, what I need to do, what I need to bring to the table. You know, some, some nights it may be I need to make some shots. Some nights maybe I need to lock down. Somebody else might be hitting shots, you right. know, passing the ball and moving and getting open and stuff, creating other people to get shots. But uh, definitely uh, finding my role in this team. Do you kind of consider yourself that Swiss Army knife where you've got a, you're kind of versatile in that way? I, I agree with you there. That's probably the best way to put it. But uh, that's, that's right. What's your favorite part of the game? Would be it scoring or being that lockdown defender or what is it? I'd say whenever it's night that you, you can't really miss, you know, that's probably one of my favorite moments. I've had a, a few of those games where a lot of my shots go in, but I don't take a lot of shots. But when they do <laughs> fall, it's, it's really nice. You have those nights where the basket looks like it's about 20 feet around and you just can't miss it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Some nights it's, you can't even see it. It's so small. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Bryce Bailey will come to you as we're speaking with members of the Clay County Bulldogs here on the High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Bar Builders. Uh, Bryce, I'll ask you that question I asked a moment ago about the mindset coming into the season. What what was that for this team? What did you want to accomplish this year? Well, I'd say win state like everybody else, but just being with the guys and playing as far as we can, doing the best we can every game. What's that relationship been like with all you seniors over the course of the years? Uh, we're just like brothers, always together, doing stuff on and off the court, on the field, whatever. What, what are you doing off the court, off the field? What are some things you guys like to do away from sports? Uh, hunting, fishing, riding four-wheelers, motorcycles, just hanging out. What do you hunt? What do you like to hunt for? 
deer and turkey mostly. Now, not no, you're not gonna give away your favorite hunting spots, but there's a lot of good places up around in, in Clay County and Salina to do some good hunting. Yeah, <laughs> some places. What's the what's the biggest buck you've ever got? Uh, probably nine pointer. Nine pointer. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, Bryce, before the season's all said and done, you personally, what would you like to accomplish, and what would you like people to remember about you as a Clay County Bulldog? Oh, I'd like to accomplish some better defense, and just I'd like people to remember me for playing hard stuff. Just defense, probably improve on that a little bit. All right, Bryce, we appreciate you joining us this morning. We'll come. I saved John for last because they said he was the, 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 the talkiest one of the bunch. So, uh, <laughs> John, what's it feel like being a senior on this Clay County team? Uh, it's fun, you know, getting to play and stuff, you know. Yeah, the, the the camaraderie, does that mean more to you than the wins and losses? Being together, hanging out, being being a part of a special team, does that mean more than, than, than going out there and winning basketball games? Or do you enjoy the winning more? I like being with my friends and stuff. But the wins aren't bad, the wins right? wins are pretty good, too. Yeah. Does, does it feel better to win a game or hurt worse to lose a game? It hurts worse to lose a game. So it, winning's great, but you just hate to lose, right? Yeah. Who would you consider to be Clay County's biggest rival in basketball? Probably Pickett County. What what Less makes that matchup special? We always play them a bunch every year and student sections, you know. Now, Clay County's had the upper hand in this uh, rivalry for quite some time, and I believe y'all play again on Tuesday night. Uh, do you feel like you've got kind of a mental edge due to the fact y'all have won so many games over them? Yeah. I ain't won one in a while. You don't want to let it happen during your senior season, right? No. What uh, what would you like to accomplish as a team and as an ind- individual before the season's over? Wayne State. All right. Well, guys, I believe you can do it. And uh, great Clay County Bulldog team. Jimmy Birch at Keaton Arms, Alec Kerr, Bryce Bailey, and John Hamilton all joining us. Coach, I'll come back to you for one last question. I did want to touch on that Pickett County matchup coming up. And, uh, uh, again, Clay County's had the upper hand, but, you know, they're a talented basketball team. And, again, they're hungry to get one in this rivalry. What do you expect on Tuesday night? Well, we expect it to be a battle, you know, like it is every time we play uh, those guys. Um, you know, they they want to win the game, and, and we want to win that game. And, and there's a lot riding on it for both teams, really, uh, of where we're going to finish in the district. So uh, we'd like to uh, we'd like to be able to finish out. If we can win that one at home, we feel like we've got a, a good shot to finish first and uh, uh, roll through the rest of the district schedule, hopefully. Coach, what's the one thing you want to see before the regular season comes to an end and you get into postseason play? Well, I just keep continuing to grow, um, you know, becoming more consistent offensively and defensively. And, um, you know, we, we've got some good outside these these five guys sitting here. You know, we have some good guys that come off the bench that, that contribute a lot uh, for us too. So, uh, you know, for all these guys to get in rhythm and, and jail and play together uh, coming down the stretch, you know, we got a late start. Uh, I didn't get them until December the 5th uh, because of football, which is great. Uh but, uh, you know, we, we were about a month behind everybody else mm-hmm. when these guys got here. So for us to, uh, for us to finish, uh, finish strong and, and gel as the season progresses uh, into the postseason be big for us. All right, Pick, uh, Clay County playing some great balls to get ready for Pickett County. Six wins in a row, 15-3 and three overall on the season. Again, ranked number two in the state of Tennessee. Guys, thank you for joining us. Coach Rob Edwards and uh, Jimmy Birch at Keaton Arms, Alec Kerr, Bryce Bailey, John Hamilton. Guys, thank you all for being out this morning. Coach, good luck to you the rest of the way. Thank you, Tom.
Stay with us. We've got more to come on the High School Playbook. We'll talk some Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats basketball when we come back to the High School Playbook live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. <laughs> The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats take care of business on Thursday night over Pickett County in a non-district rivalry showdown. 53-41, Livingston Academy prevails to win their ninth consecutive game. Ellie Butler and Keeley Mullins score 15 points each in the victory. Coach Leslie Riddle of the Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats joins us this morning via telephone. Coach, nine wins in a row, a 6-0 start in the district. What do you feel like has been the catalyst, the biggest catalyst of the team's excellent play of late? Um, I think mainly the sharing of responsibility. Um, we, we're very fortunate right now to have five kids that can score, four kids that can really handle the ball pretty well, and five that really buy into their defense, and five that love to rebound. So when you can share that responsibility, it makes it a whole lot easier, and, and your, your team's a whole lot harder to guard. Um, but I think probably the main thing, the main catalyst has been has been on the defensive end of the floor. Is this somewhat of a culmination of things of the last couple of years of younger players growing, developing, maturing, and they're finally getting to that point, I guess, Coach, where everything's kind of clicking and really working for them out on the court? I think that's exactly it. Um, you know, last year we, we had a rotation unlike any other that I'd ever had the opportunity to, to use with playing 10, sometimes 11 kids. And that went pretty well for us, but, you know, I never knew on a given night if I could rely on, you know, 10 points from that one or 15 points from that one. I just didn't know what was going to come up, come about because, you know, the two sophomores that are doing a lot of scoring for us now, they just weren't real comfortable yet. Um, and now they are. So, you know, they had got that year of experience under their belt and they, uh, I think they feel like it's their place now. And especially after Christmas, now they've been playing together for that semester and, um, I think I think that's what it is. I think you're you're exactly right. Just younger kids feeling like it's their responsibility now, and they're more comfortable. So yeah, I think it's last year playing all those different kids, and then them knowing now exactly what their role is and being comfortable in it. Coach, let's go back to Thursday night's game with Pickett County, a 53-41 victory. What were some things about uh, your team's performance that really stood out in that basketball game? Well, you, you, Pickett County came out and uh, shut the lights out in the first quarter, um, and. We just weren't defending very well, but they were making some tough shots. So I think I think what stood out was after the first quarter, really honing in on the three-point shooters and, and limiting those open shots. We were getting the open shots as well, but we didn't want to get in a scoring contest with anybody. So um, we had to really, really focus defensively on, on running them off the three-point line and doing a better job of, of not letting that be open. I thought both teams did a good job of taking care of the ball. I mean, there, there weren't many turnovers the whole game and both teams played great defense but you know we we had to find ways to get shots from other players besides Ellie Pickett did a great job you know just face guard and Ellie Butler everywhere she went and and she's going to create some some points you know on her own and and uh, we're we're working for that situation but it was good that Aaliyah Melton and uh, and Keeley were able to step up and do some scoring. Livingston Academy again with a 53-41 win the Lady Wildcats now 17-3 and overall on the season. We're speaking with head coach Leslie Riddle on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 
Coach, I know it's not a district game Thursday night, but you are 6-0 and in the district. Do you feel like now the target's on Livingston's back being in first place in the district, or is it just the case where the top four teams are, are so good on any given night, everybody knows that they've got to bring their A game? I think the latter. I think all the, the four top teams, I've said this all season, that any game can go either way on any night. And I, I'm going to add DeKalb County in there, and, and Stone's scary as well. You know, I feel like DeKalb County, you know, they're just growing as the year goes on because they're playing so many freshmen. But, yes, especially those top four. And any one of us could have been 6-0 and at this time or none of us could have been 6-0 and at this time. And it wouldn't have surprised anybody because it, it's just on that given night, who's going to make the free throw, who's going to get that extra steal, who's going to dribble it off their foot. You know, it's just four, four very, very good teams. Um, that It's a shame, actually, that we're all in the same district. Absolutely, because I know we talked about it time and again, but uh, any one of those four teams, and again, you mentioned a couple more, that are very competitive, can make deep postseason runs if they weren't all bunched together. That's just uh, the quality of the teams that we have in this region and in that district in particular. Coach, you get another team out of district. It's going to be a, a, a quite a matchup for you, a rematch at Creekwood this time on Saturday night, a team that you beat earlier in the regular season. Both teams ranked in the top ten. What do you expect in this rematch with Creekwood? Um, a very well coached, um, very disciplined team. They, uh, of course, have the two guards that are just tremendous scorers. The uh, one of them had a uh, pretty rough game up here. Couldn't seem to find the bottom of the basket and just really struggled. And you know, I'd love to attribute that to our defense, but I think it was just a high school girls basketball player just having a bad game. Um, so we really expect her to be fired up, um, ready to ready to show us what she can really do and. Um, and that, like I said, they're so disciplined. They have a two-one-two defense that's just near impossible to attack. And, and of course, their man-to-man's discipline just so well coached. Um, and then, of course, last night in the Pickett County game, we uh, we had Keely Mullins injured. It's just a just an ankle ankle injury, but she probably won't be playing with us on Saturday. So we're going to see what some of these younger kids can do. The next four games on the road for Livingston Academy, five of the next six. Will that help you get a little taste of uh, what postseason action is going to be like, Coach? I guess so. <laughs> I, I'm not sure who made out this schedule um, and, and how we ended up with it like this, but um, we're, we're just going to have to start eating our Wheaties and getting a good night's sleep and uh, being ready to, to try to maintain some uh, some energy at this point. I we're hoping that a lot of kids can step up and play some quality minutes for us during this during this time because it will be grueling. I mean, it'll be hard on us. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun watching for the next few weeks, and hard to believe that uh, in about a month we'll be right in the midst of the postseason. Coach Leslie Riddle joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thanks as always for the time, and uh, good luck in the next couple of weeks. Thank you so much. The Warren County Pioneers got a big victory over Shelbyville in district play last night, 75-47, to as Warren County improves to 2-0 in district play, claimed their fifth win in their last six games. Coach Danny Fish joins the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, what's been the key element in your team's recent surge? Uh, just playing better, you know, being more efficient at what we do. Um, you know, our system and, you know, Offensively and defensively, the principles of it, you know, it takes time to learn, you know, about certain ways that we want things. Uh, uh, but, you know, we've we've mixed some things up and, you know, got some new players in there. And, you know, they're playing well and, uh, you know, we're trying to 
ride that big momentum swing that we're on right now. Early in the year, we felt like, you know, we were right there. We were just, you know, a couple plays away. And, you know, now we're starting to, uh, you know, make some make some plays. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. You know, we had a good week this week. You know, anytime you go on the road and district play and be able to pull a win out, you know, special. And then, uh, you know, coming back last night and, how we played, uh, you know, at home against a very long, athletic, you know, shovelable team. I mean, we just um, – it, it was fun to watch uh, for our guys and uh, fun to fun to be a part of. Coach, it looked like you had a great defensive game last night, holding Shelbyville to just 47 points. What was it about your team defensive performance last night that helped out in a big win over Shelbyville? Well, I mean, we just established pressure early. I mean, we like to – seeing how we're smaller – um, you know, we got a, but, you know, most of the nights we, uh, you know, we were able to pressure people. Um, we pressured them and, uh, you know, it really sped the game up for them. We felt like, you know, if, uh, we could do that, then, you know, we would make better decisions than they would. They, they seemed to want to slow the ball down and, and, uh, you know, they felt more comfortable with that. You know, I watched about five films on them. I, you know, I'm a religious, you know, film watcher during the season. Um, you know, and, uh, we were able to do that, plus, you know, knock down shots. I mean, you know, this game's predicated on putting the ball in the hole, and, uh, you know, the teams that do that on a consistent basis every night are, you know, definitely going to have a chance to win. So, Coach, I know when I talked to you early in the season, and you mentioned this just a few minutes ago about, you know, some things that had to click, that had to kind of come together. Have you started to see that during this recent surge of games? Has, you know, coming as a new coach, I know you're bringing your system, your style and all that. Is it all starting to click, and are you really seeing that on the court? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the guys are, you know, more important, the guys are playing for each other. Um, you know, we're, we're getting more um, upperclassmen-led leadership. You know, I mean, Tom – you know as well as I do, you know, if we get to this point in the year and the players aren't leading the team and they're not wanting it more than you are, then you don't have a very good team. Um, you know, our guys, uh, they want it for each other. They they bust it every day for each other. Um, you know, and it's good to see them making winning plays and winning moments. You know, earlier, we, we you know, we were falling short. Um, you know, now we're making, you know, a couple extra plays. Uh, uh, it's just good to watch for the guys because you know it's like I told them last night. So many, t- so many opportunities. People would have just kind of, you know, tucked their head and, you know, took it and you know not not be willing to to grind it out and stay focused on the process versus the results. I mean, uh, whole lives of processes that lead to results. And you know, if you get lost in you know focusing on. Um, the reward that you're getting down the road, then, you know, you're going to miss what's right in front of you. That's not, not going to be as clean as you need to be. Um, but it's, uh, you know, credit to them. And um, I'm glad that they, they kept grinding. <laughs> it looks good now, you know. So um, hopefully we can continue that. You know, I mean, uh, we don't get no days off. And, you know, we're going over to Cookville tonight, play a very good Cookville team. And, uh, you know, then on the road again, you know, like coffee on. On uh, Tuesday, uh, who was in you know state tournament last year? So um, two wins is good. It's just two wins, and uh, today's a new day. I'm gonna you know put our boots on, see what we got today. Warren County off a 75-47 victory over Shelbyville on Friday night. As Coach mentioned, turns around and go to Cookville tonight in a non-district game. And uh, Coach, last time a pretty competitive contest against Cookville. What do you expect tonight in the rematch? 
hopefully the same thing. You know, I mean, I heard he hit, you know, a couple shots, but, you know, Jack Soakley was big that night. He knocked down, you know, a couple clutch threes. You know, it's not how many how many shots you hit, it's when you hit them, you know, and it always seemed to be uh, him, you know, breaking our back. When we creep back in, it's about one, and, uh, you know, there at the end, we're trying to trap and pressure without fouling, and they're a very good ball handling and passing team, you know. Uh, Coach Hurd does a you know excellent job over there at Cookville. Uh and Cookville's a t- tough place to play, so um, it'll be a good experience for our guys. And uh, you know whatever we do, we're going you know win or learn from it, and um, you know just move on to Tuesday night. But you know I I got I got a uh, pretty good feeling that we'll be up for this game, and you know Cookville will too. I think any time that you know Warren and Cookville, Warren and White. Warning the cab, you know, you know, warning coffee, warning Franklin. Those those teams get together. So, you know, kind of the rivalries up here. Um, so it's always a big night when any of those teams play. It is. It's a great rivalry. Kind of well, you can go down one eleven and pick some rivalry games. You oh, mentioned yeah. going on down to Coffee County, DeKalb, all that area. It's just some great basketball. Coach Danny Fish has been our guest of the high school playbook. Coach, wishing you the best of luck tonight at Cookville down the stretch and. Uh, Looking forward to seeing what this Warren County team is able to do down the stretch run of the season. Hey, I appreciate your time, man, and uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Coming up, we'll talk some Pickett County girls basketball with Coach Brent Smith. We've got Clark Range boys coach Jermaine McElvain joining us a little later on the program. And Jackson County girls coach Jim Brown, all still to come on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The Pickett County Lady Bobcats traveled over to Livingston on Thursday night as the two took on one another in a non-district matchup. Pickett County ranked number eight in the state in the single-A classification fell to number six Livingston out of 3A, 53-41. Pickett County girls coach Brent Smith joining us on the High School Playbook presented by Melton Barn Builders. Coach, it was a competitive game there with Livingston Academy, but what were they able to do later on in the basketball game to come away with the win? Well, you know, they're very talented and, uh, you know, had a lot of success, you know, this year. So, you know, I, I, going in, you know, it's a rival game. Just thought that, uh, you know, just wanted to compete, you know, and have a chance to win at the end. And we did a great job competing early. And uh, and they just, you know, their, their size and their length just wore down on us. And, you know, they're, they're really talented. When you've got a young basketball team coach, they go out and they play with that energy and enthusiasm. Do you see times that they maybe get overwhelmed by a more veteran team like a Livingston Academy? Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, like I said, you know, their their size. You know, you won't see that. You know, in a lot of places. You know, not necessarily that they've got just a just a big post player, but every one of them has length, uh, and they got in their point guard, which is smaller, which is, has a lot of speed. So it's just a um, it, it, in, in class A, we don't see that. We won't see that much. And you know, they 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 got a chance to go a long way in the tournament too. You know, in Triple A. So you know, I uh, I just felt good about that. We competed, played hard, and. Uh, you know, we played really well. You know, I think we were down six going into half. We actually led a little bit, maybe led up the first quarter. So, you know, we just wanted to compete, and, and I think we did a good job of that. Coach, what are you really liking about your basketball team, something that they're doing that really stands out to you at this point in the season? Well, you know, um, we're just um, – like the other night, you know, we weren't worried about, worried about uh, turning the basketball over. And, uh, you know, and, and 
rebounded. Uh, you know, we rebounded well. Uh, I think Livingston held them, like I said, with all their length. Got them, I think, to four offensive rebounds. So, you know, and didn't turn the ball over, but I think five times been still off. So, you know, those type of things, um, you know, we're, we hadn't shot it well last week, the week prior, and we shot it better this week. So, uh, you know, I think we're seeing signs that we're still, you know, haven't played our potential, I don't think. And I think we're seeing signs of maybe busting out of that. Livingston Academy with the 53-41 win on Thursday night, but uh, Pickett County still 14-7 and overall in the season, right in the thick of the district race in District 7-1A. Let me ask you a question. With a, with a young team like you have, no seniors on this team this season, a lot of, some juniors that you have out there, when you look to someone as being a leader on the court, do you have that leader out there not having that senior on the court? You know, I think, you know, you don't know. That's that's the problem that we're kind of, you know, sometimes you don't have a senior. Um, nobody really wants to, um, you don't really know who your leader is. And, uh, you know, you can't, you know, sometimes you're not vocal. Some people aren't vocal. I don't know that we have a vocal leader. That's kind of what we're struggling for right now, too, as a team. Uh, and that's what we talk about a lot, you know. it's But it's tough, um, you know, maybe as a junior having to do it or maybe even as a sophomore having to do it. So that's one of the things that we're kind of maybe not, uh, reaching our, our true potential because of that. Because, you know, I don't really have somebody that stands up in the locker room yet and says, hey, this is how it's going to go, you know. So that's one of the things that we're, we're still we're struggling for. And, you know, like you said, uh, 20 games into the season, uh, we're still struggling for that. And, you know, until we find that, we may not, you know, it, hopefully we'll find that here at the end going down the stretch. Pickett County Lady Bobcats head basketball coach Brent Smith joining us on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach of the district, you've seen everybody, and it looks pretty balanced again this year. I know it was last year. You've got some pretty strong competition in there. Gordonsville's better. Do you feel like the district's even more maybe balanced and competitive top to bottom than even last year? Probably so, but I think, I'll just be honest, I think Clay right now, Clay County is is, is probably the top because, you know, obviously they've, they've, um, they've got some athletes and they got some, some veteran athletes, too, veteran players that, you know, they've, the games that they've played, even when we played them, you know, um, they've, they've trailed a lot, maybe trailed for three quarters. But when it comes down to, you know, to, to the nail time, it, when the last four minutes, they kind of, they seem to take find a way to win. And uh, that's the sign of a veteran team and a sign of a good team. So uh, I think they're probably the cream of the crop right now. And then everybody else is just kind of fighting to survive. I mean, you know, we had to struggle, we had to fight for our life to beat Gordonsville. So, um, you know, you don't know. I, I really think that anybody can still win it, but, um, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough going down the stretch. You mentioned those Lady Bulldogs and Pickett County will be on the road to Salina to play Clay County coming up on Tuesday night. You played them to within three the last go-round. What do you expect in the rematch? You know, um, the thing about it is we, we, had a, we had a really good shot. I think we had a lead maybe four minutes ago uh, and just kind of started playing not to lose. And, uh, you know, but we did that at home. We were going into their place, which is a little tougher place to play. So, um I think, you know, if, if we keep the same, if we can just finish it out. But, uh, you know, having the lead before minutes ago, I think I'd take my chances to try it again. But, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll be fortunate enough to have that. So, uh, you know, they're really good. Um, you know, like I said, veterans, uh, they've been through the mix a little bit. And, they're, and they've got some, they got a lot of talent. So, uh, you know, I think we got we can, we're as good as they are. But, uh, you know, I think they're, you know, they're, they're, um, sometimes they just, they just take over games that, that we should. And, uh, you know, like I wish we would. So maybe, you know, we're learning as we go here. Maybe we're better than we were two weeks ago. So we'll see.
you played a pretty tough schedule already this season, but a, of a tough stretch to close out the regular season. Mentioned Clay, Cumberland County's coming up, Red Bowling again, road games with Clark Range, Gordsville, and Scott to wind it up. Uh, Coach, if there's one element you're still looking for that, that you feel like this team really needs before you get to the postseason, what's that going to be? And what, you, do you hope to see that in these last few games? Well, like you said, we're coming down the gauntlet here. Um, it's tough. It's a tough stretch. And I, I knew it coming in. Uh, just to keep them, you know, they want the wheels to fall off. You know, you think if, you know, you were, uh, again, going to going to Clay County and having Cumberland County, which is a really good team. So, I mean, next week, it, you just don't want the – you want to keep up the pieces together and don't let them fall apart. Because sometimes, you know, we start you start losing in a stretch, and you're playing some really good teams. You know, heck, you know, you think you, you don't know if you can win anymore. And that's that's what the problem you get into when you play really good teams. And and you hate just have uh, just saying losing's okay, but you want to be able to build off those losses. And we knew coming in that these were going to be a tough stretch, but still knowing it, but you still believe that you can win them all. You can lose them all, you can win them all. So you're you're at that threshold, I guess, a little bit, but uh, I think it's going to prepare us for tournament time. You know, in the years past, not necessarily you know, last couple of years, but when I had some really good teams, I felt like our schedule wasn't good enough and didn't prepare us for tournament. So, you know, this year, definitely, we're going to be prepared for tournament because we played some tough teams, but we just have to see how we come out of it. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we wish you the best going to Clay County on Tuesday night throughout the rest of the season. Coach Brent Smith joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. We'll talk Clark Range Buffaloes basketball with head coach Jermaine McElvain when the High School Playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. Top nine for the Clark Range Buffaloes, who take on seventh-ranked Gordonsville. District foe come out on the short end of a 77-52 score. Despite that, some major improvement in the Clark Range basketball team over the course of the season. Head coach Jermaine McElvain joins us on the high school playbook. Coach, what do you feel like the team's biggest area of improvement has been this year? Um, overall, we've actually um, been able to score the basketball this year. Uh, last year, I think we may have averaged possibly, you know, 20, 30 points a game. I mean, this year we've almost kind of doubled that. I think we're between like 55 and 60. Just finding different ways, and we have different guys that can score the basketball. We got post players, we've got guards, uh, we got shooters, um, and our shooting percentage is definitely better as well. Just offensively, we're just better as a team this year. What has been the biggest change, maybe? Has it been that they've gotten more adapted to your system, or is it just kind of a you know, time and work and, and things like that? Or is it kind of a combination of the two that they've improved and are showing more prowess being able to score the basketball? Yes, sir. It's kind of a combination, like you said, all of them. Um, of course, you know, it takes a while to, you know, get used to a new system. Uh, you know, we're key returning players. Uh, they've, you know, adjusted and got the new guys used to the system. And then the new guys have came in and they've adjusted well to the system as well. And it's also a combination of just hard work. Honestly, um, just getting in the gym, understanding, you know, what we do within our offense. Everybody's got different options. You know, we really don't have just one option on any set offense that we run. For the most part, we're just going to space guys out. A lot of teams we play, play man-to-man. So we just work on individual skills as much as possible, getting shots up. I mean, and the guys, they understand the system, but they also work hard as well to, to to get them and put themselves in the best position to score the ball as well as their teammates. 
Coach, a 77-52 loss, as I mentioned, Friday night against the Gordsville team. It's ranked in the top ten, as many of your opponents are in district play so far this year. What did you like about your team's performance Friday night, and what are some areas you struggled in? Uh, we actually had an awesome first quarter. I think we scored almost 30-something points the first quarter. Defensively, we held them um, maybe to, I think, maybe 15, 20. So we were almost ahead, I believe, double digits coming out of the first quarter. Um, we moved the ball very well, extremely well. Um, we were drive kicking, driving to the whole heart. And then second, third quarter, you know, we kind of got away from that. You know, the offense was kind of stagnant. And then Gordonsville actually started off pressing us at first. Uh, but then we, you know, we, we broke the press. We got them out of the press. Um, and that was one thing we worked on all week because we know guys and teams are going to try to press us, try to speed us up. And that's something I kept hearing the other coach say on the other side, speed them up, speed them up, speed them up. And, I mean, it wasn't the fact that we were getting sped up. It's just that our offense became very stagnant after that first quarter. Um, and then we tried to force, the, force something out of nothing, and the offense just didn't have its flow like it did the first quarter um, going into going into the rest of the game. We're talking to Clark Range Buffalo's head basketball coach, Jermaine McElvain, on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, not in and night out. How tough is it going up against such a strong district where you've got Clay County, Pickett County, Gordsville, they're all ranked. Red Boiling Springs, they're hungry to get some wins in district play, obviously. How tough is it for your young basketball team doing this battle each and every night against these good district teams? Um, it definitely is tough. Um, that's something we've talked about, you know, preseason, obviously, you know, during the season as well. We knew it was going to be tough for us. Uh, you know, we're an overall young team, kind of got a mixture of key returning players and, you know, three freshmen that start. So it's definitely tough when you go against teams like Clay County, Pickett County, Gordonsville. You know, those are powerhouse programs. Like you said, Redbourne Springs, um, they're just hungry just as we are. Um, that's something we kind of talked about. We knew what the preseason rankings were, and those are just numbers to us. But we also challenged ourselves, and we put it put it in ourselves as a goal to, you know, make those preseason rankings come out, you know, false, because we know we're better than what people predicted us to be. And I like I said, I mean, we've surpassed, you know, last year and a couple of years ago as far as winning more basketball games. And that's definitely something we're proud of. But we kind of talked about that this week. Is There's another level that we're wanting to get to. We don't want to just win basketball games. We don't want to just win district basketball games. We want to be able to compete for district championships, region championships. And we know it's not going to be easy. You know, it's almost like climbing Mount Everest. I mean, it's going to take time. You're not just going to get there in one day or one year. It's just the work you put in every single day, every single day. And like I said, I mean, our schedule, non-district schedule, kind of prepares us for our district because we play some pretty tough, competitive non-district games. And we're up for the challenge just to continue to keep getting better. Coach, what's that one next element that you would, you would like to see your team accomplish? You, you picked up the scoring. What's the next thing you'd like to see really start to click for this team? Um, kind of just putting all four quarters together. Defensively, we've done what we're supposed to do for the most part, um, night in and night out. Of course, you know, uh, turnovers kind of, kind of are up and down for us. Um, boxing out, we still need to work on. But in order for us to continue to not just compete, but in order to win basketball games, we got to put four complete quarters together. Um, we seem to tend to have about maybe one or two out of four quarters that are good, you know, when things go our way. And we're just continuing to put the pieces together to actually play a full, complete game. Because I always tell people, and I tell the boys this all the time, guys, we, we have yet to play our best basketball. And once we start to play our best basketball, it's going to be a scary thing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. 
So we're just striving to continue to um, just push every single night and put the first, second, third, and fourth quarter together to be a complete basketball team and play, and play a complete basketball game. Tuesday night, Clark Range will go to Red Boiling Springs. You uh, handled the Bulldogs 51-50 to in the earlier matchup on January 10th. What do you expect in this second go-round? Uh, we definitely know they're going to be hungry, uh, especially, you know, a buzzer beetle win at our place um, at home. First time we play another non-district game on the road. Um, we know they're competing with teams just like we are, so it's going to be neck and neck all game. Uh, we have a week off basically till I think it's on Friday, actually, I believe, is when we play them. I told the guys last night, you know, we're going to rest up. We're going to get back to the drawing board, get back to the X's and O's on Monday, and we're going to prepare, you know, simply and effectively, you know, not to just prepare us for Friday, but what's to come after that, because I think we have about two more district games after that. But we know those guys are going to be hungry, uh, definitely. And we actually competed with them and won against them without one of our starters, Case Cordell. And that allowed other guys like Logan Pinnell, Lane Bird to step up. Of course, you know, our starters as well. So having Casey, you know, back in that rotation, of course, versus Red Bull and Springs and the other guys stepping up, you know, the starters and non-starters the way they have, we're just going to keep getting better. And we're definitely going to look forward to going there to, once again, prove another point to our district that we're better than what people think we are. And I know Red Bull and Springs is thinking the same thing. So we're just going to continue to work hard and be ready to go on Friday. Indeed, that game is Friday. I did say Tuesday, but it is coming up on Friday night. Clark Range will be at Red Bowling Springs. Coach Jermaine Vacklevane joining us on the High School Playbook this morning. Coach, we've seen a lot of improvement in your team. Good luck moving forward and looking forward to see what happens the rest of the year. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Jackson County Lady Blue Devils coach Jim Brown joins us when the High School Playbook continues, delivered by Mountain Barn Builders. Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Jackson County Lady Blue Devils went down to Dunlap to take on Squatchy County last night in a district game. Came back with a 41-36 loss. Jackson County coach Jim Brown joining the High School Playbook. Coach, what issues did Sequatchie County pose for your team? Well, like like everyone we play, I mean they're 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 much bigger than us, and uh, we we struggled that some, and and we we just didn't shoot the ball very well, and uh, uh, got got out to a good start, and then had trouble through the middle part of the game making shots, and then uh, uh, you know came back and after being down and made a great run at them there at the end, but just just couldn't couldn't get over the hump there at the end of the game. I know size has been an issue for your team the last couple of years. What are some things that you try to do to kind of counteract that when you do go up against some bigger basketball teams? Well, I mean, you, you just got to, you know, try to play harder than, than what they do. And, uh, you know, as, as best you can get out and, and, and pressure them and, and make it a little more difficult for them to, to, to get inside. But, uh, you know, a lot of that's just, uh, you know, too much to overcome at times. Coach, as you look at the the home stretch of games coming up, a lot of district games are in front of you coming down the stretch. What are some things that you're emphasizing to your team that hey, we've got to do a little bit better at this or that to you know make a good strong run to close out the regular season? Well, I mean, I guess it's the same thing we preached all year. I mean, we we've just got to become more consistent. I mean, we uh, we 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 played very well at times, and then. You know, during the same game, then then we'll have stretches where where we don't play very well, and and when we do some things, just just 
uh, you know, out of character, just silly things that that put ourselves in a bind. And so, uh, so you know, consistency is the biggest thing. How hard is it to teach consistency? I guess from a coaching perspective, that's just something that you've got to have the players, I guess, buy into and and do their part. How 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 maybe frustrating is it sometimes to try to get them to do those little things? Well, I mean, it, it's very frustrating, especially as young as we are. You know, when uh, I looked out there last night, you know, in the last minute of the game, and uh, you know, I've got four freshmen on the floor. So, I mean, when when you're that young, it's just. Uh, you know that that that's part of it, but you know we're we're deep into the season. Uh, you know that you know a lot of that stuff. You know I think should have been eliminated by now, and 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 hopefully it it will be here before we we get into the tournament. Special thanks for all of our coaches, to all of our coaches for joining us here on the high school playbook. Rob Edwards and members of the Clay County Boys Basketball Team, Pinky County Girls Basketball Coach. Brent Smith, Livingston Academy girls basketball coach Leslie Riddle, Warren County boys coach Danny Fish, Clark Range boys head basketball coach Jermaine McElvain, and Jackson County girls head coach Jim Brown. Our studio producer this morning is Jake Wallman. Our on-site producer is Elizabeth Fortune. For this week's edition of the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed. Added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now. UCSportsNation.com.